Nora Speaks is a weekly podcast that tugs at the soul and consciousness of the Black community. With show topics such as youth empowerment, education, women's impact, and civic engagement, Nora Speaks challenges the listener to not only join the movement, but be the movement. On the show, you'll learn from insightful guests who have demonstrated capacity in these fields and more, and I'm your host, Nora Muhammad. Welcome to the show. Welcome to another episode of the Nora Speaks podcast, and I'm your host, Nora Muhammad. I want to thank you for joining me in another episode. I know that you could be doing anything with your time, and the fact that you lend me your ears for a few short moments each week is certainly an honor and a privilege for me, Um, and I have really enjoyed this journey. You know, as I get closer and closer to my 50th episode, I think back to when I started, and I think back to before I started, uh, when I was uh, inspired and encouraged to launch a podcast to talk about uh, important things that are happening in our community and to share some wisdom that I've learned over the years. And, you know, starting at episode one and now I'm on the verge of episode 50 and nearly a year in, this has been such an incredible journey. And, um, you know, something that we start as a passion project or as, uh, you know, a hobby It's great to have that kind of a start where we can begin with uh, something that fires us up or something that we feel passionate about. But after the fire and after the passion and after the interest comes the work. And the work is uh, what is necessary to to sustain any project that we have. And certainly, you know, the podcast has been been work it's been journey it's been a learning experience um and i'm grateful for it i'm grateful that you have been on this journey with me um and i hope that you are on your own journey and in your journey then you're learning you're experiencing um you are uh, failing forward i hope in our trials and in our setbacks there's so much we can learn there's so much we can learn from um, some of the dips that we take. There's so much we can learn in the valleys that we go through. Um, But what I've learned is if we just keep doing the work, uh, we will not stay in the valley. And, um, and, and, you know, I'm really enjoying this. And and I hope that you are too. If you are new to the podcast uh, after listening to this one, I definitely encourage you to subscribe and then go back and listen to previous episodes, get caught up, listen to wonderful guests that we've had on the podcast who have shared their journey with us, who have shared their experiences. And there's so much we can learn in another person's journey and experience. And so I have definitely benefited in speaking with such wonderful guests as Chris Collins and Lenita Blackwell. And last week speaking with Nisha Blackwell, um, no relation, um, but both very uh, prosperous and progressive women. You know, this has has been um, just a a tremendous opportunity, and I'm grateful to have had the experience to get to know such incredible people. So in this episode, we're going to be brief, but um, I I do want to 
uh, have this conversation about character, capacity, and function. And this episode subject is largely born from a conversation that I've, uh, I guess an ongoing conversation that I've been having with my sons um, as they're developing and growing into young men, into young adults. I tell them how important it is to operate with character, capacity, and function. You know, the world does not owe us anything. Um, And we can have big dreams, but if we're not going to put the work in, if we're not going to qualify ourselves um, as we work towards those dreams, uh, then, you know, it's, 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 it's not going to manifest as we want it. You know, I've known people who have been waiting their whole lives for something that they wanted and, and, and they have no work behind it. There's no action behind it. So although the goal is certainly attainable, if the action, if the work isn't behind the want, if the work isn't behind the wish, then that's all we're ever going to have. We're just going to be left at wanting. And, you know, that's a stage that we don't want to stay in, a wanting stage. We want to eventually, as we're working, we want to graduate to a producing stage. We want to produce what we want. We don't want to just be the uh, consummate dreamer dreaming of what we want. And I don't want that for my sons. I don't want them to just be individuals who always talked about what they wanted to have, um, what people should have thought about them, uh, why they why they mattered, even though they didn't uh, 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 qualify themselves or create the conditions to demonstrate why they mattered. And so it is important that a person has character, capacity, and function. Because not only is this going to manifest our own personal wishes, our own personal desires, our own personal wants, but this is also going to make us relevant to things in the broader context of our community, in the broader context of society. And so let's just get into it and talk about character. You know, character is just decency. Character is dignity, ethics, having a moral code, having uh, a standard by which we live. Having character means choosing right over wrong, choosing honesty over dishonesty. And as I'm having this conversation with you about character, uh, over the weekend, I did a workshop uh, at a girls' conference, and I talked to the young ladies about character. And it was really interesting, as I'm asking them to define character, uh, we talked about roles that people play in, in, in stage plays, in books, uh, the characters are written in books or uh, in movies. And so we were talking about how do we know when somebody is the hero or it's the or is the villain and we know based on what they say based on what they do that is what illustrates what their moral codes are that is what illustrates if they have standards and decency or not and um you know sometimes we may think that we're operating with character but what i learned and what i was explaining to these young people 
is that sometimes we don't know what decent character is. We don't know what good character is. A lot of times we just move off of what may feel right for us, what we want. But sometimes we have to stop and consider how what we want is going to impact other people, how what we want and how what we do is going to affect others. And so a person with decent character, we don't just think about ourselves, but we also consider how what we say or do is going to have an impact for others. And um, sometimes it is necessary to sacrifice something that we personally want when it comes to the detriment of a greater group. Um, And that's just having character. Even if it's that sacrificing your time, you know, sacrificing your finances, sacrificing your resources. Sometimes we have to give of ourselves for a greater good. And you know a person has decent character when they are willing to sacrifice, when they're willing to give up um, what is theirs to benefit the greater whole. Let's talk about capacity. So, you know, we all want our children to grow up and to be able to make impacts. We want our children to to grow up and to be able to be called and to respond when necessary. You know, capacity is a person's ability to complete a task, perform a duty, endure circumstances, produce results. And some people are just high-capacity individuals. Some people are low-capacity individuals. But I want my children, and I'm sure... If you're a parent, you want your children to be high-capacity individuals. And so how do we develop the capacity of our children? Well, one, we have to train our children. We start very, very young. We have to train them. And uh, we have to encourage them to study and to practice and to endure without quitting, to continue on, uh, even if it's their own personal goal to continue on without quitting. Too many of us are low-capacity individuals. When we are called to perform a duty, when we are called to help, uh, we can't give much because we don't have much. And there are too much, there is too much need in our community for us to be operating at a low capacity. So while we're working with our children, teaching our children, training our children, we want them to be able to ha- to manage much. We want them to be able to handle much. And so part of us as parents, we have to realize is we cannot keep rescuing our children. I've heard of parents and I've seen parents step in when the children are being challenged in school, when the children are being challenged on the athletic team, the parent wants to step in and uh, rescue their child from the challenge that's in front of that child. But we can't do that. When we rescue our children from the challenges that they face at each stage in their development, then we are hindering the growth of their capacity. And then they're going to grow up to be adults that have low tolerance, that have low endurance, and that cannot manage challenging or conflicting circumstances. And these adults 
get in the way of people who are high-performing and high-capacity adults because we have to constantly stop and wait for them to catch up or we have to constantly stop and, uh, and, and, and retrain or train the person. So as adults who are parents, who are coaches, who are teachers, um, let's be mindful as we interact with children to give them challenges, to present challenges for them, and then help them endure their challenges, even if it's them wanting to quit the instrument that they just started this year. They may not like it. It may not be a good fit to them for them, but encourage them to at least finish out the year. Help them develop the capacity to endure challenging circumstances. Otherwise, they're, they can be, our children can grow up to be useless adults because they lack capacity, because they're a low-capacity person. And capacity is not developed by sitting on the sidelines. I mean, if you think about a runner, an endurance runner, for example, a person doesn't start out as an endurance runner. They first start out running a quarter mile, and then they, they bump it up to a half mile. Then they bump it up to, uh, to a whole mile. Then they bump it up to two miles. So endurance is built in the field. Endurance is built on the track. Endurance is built by doing some kind of work. And that's what we have to develop in our children. We have to help them develop the ability to have capacity. And as adults, we have to re-examine ourselves and see, are we high-capacity people? Can we endure much? And if we're really honest with ourselves, if we're really honest with ourselves, we, we may realize that we have quite a bit of growing to do. And then the last point that I want to talk about and something I talk about with my sons, be functional. Be functional and desire to be functional. So when I'm talking about function, I'm talking about being able to get things done. You know, a lot of us are just in general living without recognizing that we do have a certain function. There is a reason why we exist. We exist, um, it, we exist to not just serve ourselves, but we exist to serve others, to serve our community. And when I'm talking with my children, look, nobody wants a dysfunctional, a non-functional man. We don't need that in our community. We have too many dysfunctional and non-functional adults. We need you to be able to work. We need you be, to be able to solve problems. We need you to be able to, to be instrumental in the progress of our community. We need you to be instrumental in the progress of this family. So, you know, you, we, you, you got to get out there and you got to get out there and learn a skill, learn a task, recognize that you, there's a contribution that only you can make and to make that contribution to the best of your ability. Because without character, without capacity, without function, then we find ourselves useless, irrelevant, or only useful for the inconsequential things and the inconsequential people. So um, just as a recap, let's have character. Let's develop character in our children. Let's Let's press the importance of 
having an ethical code, having standards. Let's press the importance of having capacity. You know, as parents, we got to stop running to the schools every time our child comes home and says uh, uh, that the teacher gave them a, a bad score. You know, the, and, and this isn't just happening. You know, when, when I talk about the issues that we have, I'm not just talking about issues in urban areas or poor areas, I'm talking about even in affluent areas. We see this where teachers have to deal with not just entitled students, but also their parents who want to come rescue them from the challenge that's placed before them by their instructors. No, we have to push our children and help them develop capacity and the ability to endure challenges. And then we have to make our children functional. How do we do that? Let's start with giving them chores around the house. Let's start with teaching them uh, civic responsibility, getting engaged in their community, helping the senior citizens in the community, helping the handicapped in the community. Learn a specific skill so that you can uh, uh, repair a car, change the oil, change a tire. Have a specific skill. Know how to cook. Uh, learn carpentry, learn electrical work, learn uh, cosmetology, barbering, whatever it is. But we have to urge and encourage our children to gain skills. If it's communication skills, let's encourage our children to gain skills to function. We see dysfunctional adults, non-functional adults, and the challenge and the, and the frustration is that those who are functional have to function for those who are not functional. Those who have capacity, we have to function for those who lack capacity. And those without character have to uh, uh, manage those who don't have character. So uh, as we're raising our children, teaching our children, training our children, remember, let's push character, let's push capacity, let's push function. And let's point out those impactful people in our communities who are demonstrating these skills, these traits. Let's, let's push these people. Let's um, point out these people to our children. Because we might not be strong in every area, but you may know somebody who is. So let's put down our own egos and lift up our children by pointing out examples of strengths in others that we want for our children character, capacity, and function. We are irrelevant without it. I want to thank you for listening to this episode of the Nora Speaks podcast. And until next time, stay in peace. Thank you again for listening to the Nora Speaks podcast. Be on the lookout for another episode coming at you fresh next week. And as always, if you want to learn more about me and the work that I do, visit my website, norazahira.com. Or if you have a listener question that you would like me to answer on air, you can email me at questions at You can also follow me on Facebook at Muhammad and on Instagram at NoorZ20. I'll be sure to include links to the above in today's show notes. If this show has value to you, please like and subscribe and share it out with family and friends. And be sure to check out previous episodes. And remember, 
don't just join the movement be the movement stay in peace